Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have the king himself. <laughs> king Sean Gotti in the building. Yeah. Dancing like Diddy. <laughs> I can I can do my little Diddy real quick though. No, <laughs> uh, we got the chance of charisma. Chancellor Zero in the yep. building, my brother. Yep, and, and I'm course, G-Dep. What? Like, I'm G-Dep if I, <laughs> King Sean is Diddy. <laughs> I was already <laughs> on fish and spaghetti. <laughs> that is the most disgusting meal I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> fish and spaghetti. <laughs> and of course, the Duke of the Bananas. No polo sunshine today. Polo. Nah, I went to a, I went to McDonald's this afternoon, and apparently the lid, um, it wouldn't seal. It wouldn't seal in this one area, so it spilled all over my all white polo. So, yeah. So, and it was funny because literally everywhere but that spot would seal on the uh the cup but uh you know rocking a regular t-shirt today this is a between brothers podcast thank you everybody for listening you tune in and support us and our podcast um but of course as usual king sean how was your week first of all what what episode is this first is this 42 41 41 41 okay so this alvin kamara episode real quick okay 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 we don't want uh, this episode missing. <laughs> nah, but uh, how about, how about how, who, who's it? Who's who was the nice? Who was number forty-one? I'm not saying the album Kamara ain't nice. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was, thinking, I, I was, I forgot he was number forty-one. Yeah, I'll give it a dirt. I'll give it a dirt. I was about to say Glenn Rice. <laughs> 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 but, hey, y'all better not act like Glenn Rice was cooking back in the day. I was saying, that dude looked like a gerbil every time he chewed his gum. Oh, man. This nah, is my, week was, my, my week was all right, man. I'll tell you what. I went to Applebee's last night, man. Ew. And uh, I had a $50 meal. $50.25 to be exact. Meal for yourself? No, nah, it was me and my lady. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, two for 20. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, we, that, I mean, basically, that's what I did, but I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I need I, an I extra, did, yeah, I did extra, I ain't gonna lie. But uh, <laughs> get the bill, and uh, I didn't even realize it yesterday. She she gave me, like I said, it was 5025, so then when she comes back, I'll give her my card and everything, and uh, I did, I would pull out my pockets this morning, my receipt, and it says sixteen six ninety nine. I'm like sixty six ninety nine. What the hell did I get? I said my shit was fifty five fifty twenty five. I remember that deliberately because me and my girl we do a thing like we bet how much the food is, and whoever is the furthest off got to pay. So, <laughs> so that's hey, that's a hey. Try it. I'm trying to tell y'all something good. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all something good. But uh, just yeah, so I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I just pay too, but sometimes every now and then I, I just like no. Say, I, I feel you. If she with it, if she with it, I'm like fuck it. Like, but no, my lady can't pay right now, so that ain't yeah. happening. 
but uh, like I said, I remember it being fifty twenty five. So then I, I, I reached in my pocket this morning. Receipt said sixty six ninety nine, and then I go check my bank account, and they said that I was charged eighty dollars and thirty nine cents. I was like, oh hell no. Nah. So I called down there. He basically said, like, "No, it's only being charged for sixty six ninety nine, and right off to me what I had." I said, "Well, I didn't." He basically said that we got two desserts to go. I said, "No, we didn't get two desserts to go." Well, he's like, "Well, that's the mishap like here and all this other stuff." I was like, "Well, still, with that being said, like I'm being my charge is being carded eighty dollars. You're still showing me sixty six ninety nine. Like some way, somehow, somebody's stealing from somebody, and that ain't gonna be me today." So he said, "Well, I can re uh, I can redo the." I can give you like $20 back in comp and we'll just call it at that. I was like, you know what? I hung up on his ass and I went down there. So I went down there. <laughs> I went down there. time today. Yeah, I went back Look down at my watch. <laughs> so uh, I said, because he told me his name on the phone. He, he said his name was Alan. He was a general manager. So I walked in and the lady who was waiting me last night was there. So she says, um, are you the table for one? I said, lady, you know who I am. So... She said, are you here to see somebody? She, I said, Alan? So she walked in back. She said, Alan, uh, the guy from last night's here. I said, so if you're going to see the guy from last night's here, why even ask me like what I want? First of all, so now I'm on 10. <laughs> uh, so he comes up. Uh, yes, what can I do for you? I said, basically, I'm the guy that she was on the phone with. Just now. I said, I'm going to need for you to uh, like take the, the whole full amount off. Like, again, I showed him where my bank account was charged. $80. He's like, well, sir, again, I'm only showing 66 I said, I don't give a damn what you're account is showing like i'm showing mm-hmm. 80 dollars in my account that you mm-hmm. charge me for mm-hmm. so at the end of the day y'all need to fully like comp that whole meal to me and we could just call it a day so he goes oh well sir i can't do that and blah, blah, blah. so i'm like okay so i call my mother but i act like she was my attorney <laughs> yo this <laughs> is just a rich i said i said excuse me i said so i'm with this guy uh, at Applebee's, the manager, I'm talking to the general manager, he's basically telling me that he's not going to uh, full cop me the meal because I was overcharged. I said, so how can I, how can I deal with this? So she basically told what we were going to do. He's like, oh, I did not say that, sir. I did not say that. Well, I'm really a nice guy. You know, we could do I said, you Your name is nice Alan. Guy. Yeah, I said, you a nice guy, Alan. I said, so let me enjoy my football Sunday afternoon. Again, you can just take care of this, fully cop me, and we can be done with it. I said, but you made me call my attorney for what? So I, I, again, sir, I'm so sorry. I can go back here and I can show you, I can write up an email. Blah, blah, blah. So he comes back with a piece of paper that says, hold on real quick, fellas. I'm about to show you. <laughs> man, this dude's name is Alan. He can't be trusted. Right. This man comes back here with a piece of paper right here that says the full amount of the car. I said, no, you gotta be gonna put how much on that and then sign your name under how much. <laughs> Son, bro, I'm trying to tell you, I don't want, no, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. Give me my money. I want all my chips. Wouldn't be because you delinquent. Yo, give me my my ducats. Give me my ducats. Real talk, man. You want a nigga, nigga in now? It's <laughs> <laughs> a real nigga alert. <laughs> 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 and I just think oh, to myself man. I was just thinking to myself if I were white this wouldn't have happened to me <laughs> it's funny but it's true but you know um, there, there's a there's a uh, there's a saying 
that people who are demanding and then people, you know, make fun of Karens and things of that nature, but people who are demanding tend to get things done. And, you know, even the Karens and stuff like that, yeah, are they internet memes and things of that nature? Yeah. But I would say 50-50, they get exactly what they wanted to get done, done, whether they're on the internet or not. Now, if it comes to me, ain't no Karen. I, I, I'll check a Karen in a heartbeat. But, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's just sometimes, they, oh, I work, they call the police for no reason. And the police come in and they escort the black person off the premises or wherever. And, uh, you know, and the Karen got exactly what she wanted to do accomplish. Yeah, she on the internet looking dumb, but, you know, she 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 got she got the job done. And at the end of the day, you got the job done because you didn't take no for an answer. Because how many people would have just took that L? Yeah, facts. I would. It wasn't about to be me today. Yeah. Tell you that. It was yeah, exactly. not about to be me. Exactly. Sure. Well, damn. I'm glad you was able to get a free, free, uh, a free date on Applebee's. A free date on Applebee's. I ain't mad. Hey, yeah. let me tell you what I got. I got the chicken center platter. I got a motherfucking like eight ounce sirloin steak. Got a little mozzarella <laughs> sticks for my appetizer. <laughs> Yo, he feeding me mozz. Mozz. Hey, I forgot. My girl got some Bourbon Street chicken and shrimp, some garlic mashed potatoes. Hey, it was even better because it was free. I tell you that. <laughs> I have not. You. I have not been to Applebee's since Bruh. this. I went on a date with this girl. Uh, back in 2015. That was my first time in probably, uh, I'd say about six, seven years as well. Yeah. Like when I went in there, I was so surprised like how old fashioned it looked. And she was like, this is how all the Applebee's look. I was like, I, said, I ain't never been in Applebee's to look this. I said, that should look like a Denny's, like literally like a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> it probably used that to restaurant be a little like another restaurant. <laughs> it probably used to be Denny's and it's like the apple piece with the sign on the top. For real. But shoot, yeah, that's bro. how my week went, man. Yeah, shoot, dang. Dang, well, shoot. Free. Hey, next dinner on next dinner on King Sean. Hey, <laughs> I get it. And you know <laughs> and you know the desserts are gonna be the go because I'm gonna show you before we walk out the door. <laughs> oh man. Facts. Zero, how was your week? Uh it was sort of eventful. Um Wednesday. Uh, stayed off of work because um not only was the wife sick, but the kids were as well. So didn't work Wednesday or Thursday, you know, holiday. Um, didn't do anything but study for my CDL on Friday. Saturday was Jelly Ball's sixth birthday. So we uh, we went to um, Cinema Cafe and watched um, the uh, movie uh, Ron, Ron's Gone Wrong. But she's been wanting to watch that. But she's been wanting to see it since she saw the preview. <laughs> Um, so then my uh, the payroll people at my job called me because apparently I wasn't supposed to come into work on Friday because they're assuming because the girls were sick 
that they had COVID. So it was like, no, like no, I, I think it's just a, I think it's just a cold. It was like when me and the lady were talking, it was like, it was like it seemed like the common cold disappeared off the face of the earth ever since COVID exists. Since COVID <laughs> came around, it was like the common cold don't exist. It's like flu shots. Like flu? Isn't that a code word for COVID? No, it's flu. It's the same symptom, so same difference. That's how people are trying to carry it now. It was like everything else don't exist unless it's uh, something major like um, like cancer. It has to be something super major in order for it not to fall into the COVID category. <laughs> so now I'm sitting here trying to so they're trying to tell me I may have to quarantine. And since I used uh, my, I was using my time off, so um, so the wife can go to her doctor's appointment. Since we only have one vehicle right now, <laughs> they're tr- they're like, okay, um, if you don't have the time off, you don't get paid. I mean, they, they don't know I DoorDash, but it is what it is. Um, so I won't be really missing any money out of my pocket. <laughs> so then the wife decides to tell me yesterday the day that it rained during the week they um, they didn't have an umbrella they walked into the house and didn't take their clothes off immediately I was like yo if I would have known this if I would have known this the day that I found out they got sick I would have just told them they were sick because yeah no, no 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 yeah I was like wouldn't have had to have missed work I probably still would have missed Wednesday and I still would have came in on Friday, but then you wouldn't have to tell me that I have to quarantine because y'all think that they have COVID because they're coughing. It was like, it was, it was like, okay, I ain't trying to hear none of that. And then today was, um, today was a pretty emotional day for, um, for my wife, because, uh, today would be her father's birthday and he passed away when she was six. So it was like, oh. So it was a pretty hard day for her. It was like, yeah, it, got, it was pretty emotional today. So, but yeah, so all it is like, you know, it kind of, it was kind of bad because, you know, it seemed like all week my, uh, my girls kept on saying, Hey, uh, daddy, where's, uh, where's your mommy? I want to meet your mommy and it was like dang it's it's easy to explain but hard not to hard not to really like let it bother me because it's like um it's someone that i really wanted you to meet but i know they can't i know you can't do it but it's like you know i just explained to them it's like she's in a better place show show her yeah show them a photo of her it's like you know it's like that's the best that I can do so and I understood that because uh the wife did that today and broke down really bad so it was like you know I wasn't even in too much of a mood to watch football but it was like you know she she calmed down she got to she got to get herself together for the most part so everything else went well for the rest of the day so yeah that's how my week went Wait, is 
that No. Okay. She's asleep. Okay, because I just hear something in the background that no, it ain't coming from over here. Um, So, my week. (laughs) So, these, uh, There's certain things that don't get discussed enough in the uh, community, uh, especially the black community. And that's um, what they call a deadbeat mom. We, um, so those who listen to the podcast understand that uh, I've had my children for, you know, full-time for over a year now and um we are supposed to make it official in the court this weekend this week so they were like hey you know you gotta come to court took me months it took me seven months to get the court date uh but they were like hey you don't have to come to court if you just you know it seems like y'all have a pretty open and shut situation um y'all already been doing this for over a year We'll just we'll just have you go through the mediator, make it official with the mediator. Y'all don't have to come to court. Okay, bet. Ex-wife decides she's gonna um that you know she's with it. So she ain't gotta go to court because she has to come from Newport News to Virginia Beach. Uh that's about an hour drive. If if you're if you don't uh catch traffic. And I don't know what she does for a living or even if she has a job. But um, we get on the call today. So I was trying to watch that cowboy movie, the black cowboy movie, The, the Heart of They Fall. So um, watching the movie, I didn't get an email. So the lady, was, the lady calls me and was like, hey, we're supposed to be on a Zoom call about 10 minutes ago. I said, oh, shoot, I didn't get the second email. She was like, no, you weren't supposed to get a second email. It was all in the first. I said, okay, my bad. I'm on it right now. Get on ASAP. <clears throat> she calls my ex-wife. She's like, hey, you know, we're just waiting on you for this mediation call. Um, seems like y'all already have an agreement in hand. So we're just making official in court. Da, da, da. She goes, oh, um, I got the link, but it's not working. Can you send me another one? She says, yes. She sends it to her. We stay on the phone for another 30 minutes. The Zoom call for another 30 minutes. She don't show up. She actually turns off her phone. Uh, My children, she's supposed to get the children every weekend. Guess Guess where they've been all weekend. So, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, why does why doesn't why don't these things get discussed when it comes to uh, society? You on some real junk. Ever since my ex-wife has not gotten child support, she has not done 
anything consistently when it came to our children. She don't pick them up consistently. She's never bought them clothes. She barely buys them stuff for Christmas and birthdays. But yet, we always talk about deadbeat dads. You're on mute, Sean. I hear it sounding like a baby daddy. <laughs> that's that's so, the problem. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's an unfortunate thing, but you know, I'm gonna go to court. So it actually messed things up for me because I actually put in a day to go to court for time off. And um, since we were doing the mediation, I told them not to. So now that she didn't show up for the mediation, now I got to call out, which takes a personal day away from me versus me get taking um, a, uh, a, a vacation day. And, um, and uh, it's too late at this point to put in the vacation day because it had to be two week, two week notice. So, uh, but you know, I'm gonna go in and, um, you know, if she shows up to court or not, don't really matter. I'm just gonna be like, hey, look, you know what? I tried everything to make this happen. I'm, I wanna get this. I'm just gonna go with the full force of guardian that light him again. I'm filing for child support. I'm doing all that. Like, because at this point, we can do this the easy way. You can do this the hard way. My mother used to tell us something when we were children. She said, <laughs> my mother used to say this when we were children. She said, um, what you what you don't hear, you'll feel. So since she doesn't want to listen, she'll feel it. And she'll feel it, she'll feel it the way I felt it in my bank account for six years. Six years, I think it is. And um, and I feel no remorse about it. Because this this ain't about you anymore. This is about my kids and your inconsistency when it comes to them. Um, like I said, she didn't see them the whole month of September. She picked them up three weeks in October. She hasn't picked them up yet for November. So, but I think, yeah, she won't get them for Thanksgiving. They'll be over here. So hopefully she'll pick them up for Christmas. We'll see. And she, like I said, she lives about 40 minutes away. It's not even like, it's not even like a real thing. And uh, her excuse is always, well, I don't, my car's not working. And I've even offered her several times. All right, if your car is not working, it's on the fritz. Let me know, and I'll bring them to you. It'll probably it won't be you know at the time that you are supposed to pick them up because I work every Friday. But I'll bring them to you. You know, it might be nine o'clock, or if I get off at six, it might be seven o'clock. But you can have them for the weekend. It's not a problem. And it's just a shame that my you know that the Duchess has been more of a mom to our daughter than. Her, her actual mom is but you know we live and we learn and um but yeah let's uh let's get into some topics here the first thing i want to um discuss is uh um the fragile white ego what do i mean by that john gruden is the fragile white ego and he's suing the NFL for exposing him for the things that he said. Um, 
I'm not even really sure what grounds he has to, you know, like, I guess they, he's saying that they they forced him to resign. And I'm like, well, you could have just got fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't change anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, if you if you get fired, you could probably use that to to um, to hurt the league board. So then it would have been if you resigned. But I, it's just I, one of those things where it's like, what are you doing? I, I agree to that. Like first time looking into like like they like he pretty much resigned. But at the same time, I feel like they I feel like they did force him. And when I say that, he coached a team full of niggas and a gay person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to say it like that, but just yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, you you did all that and you said all that. You 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 could have just made them fire you if you felt like you didn't do wrong. No one can force you to resign. You see what I'm saying? True, but at the same time, it's like you already you pretty much lost the the, the you lost the coat the the locker room at that point. You already losing games. Yeah. So, so what you suing for? <laughs> so um, it might be a defamation thing. But because here's because here's what it says. His lawyer said in a statement, there is no explanation or justification for why Gruden's emails were the only one made public out of the 650,000 emails collected in the NFL's investigations and or for why the emails were held for months before releasing before releasing them in the middle of the Raiders season. (laughs) This is going to get the 650,000 pages. Right here. This shit right here. Watch. <laughs> yeah, this this is what it's gonna have to be because White it's like, <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna because I even found that to be confusing. Like only, only his it was like so, and then you're making it an effort to be like, no, we're not releasing anymore. It was like, the, but what what are we doing here? Yeah. It's like it seems like it seems like there's a it seems like there's like favoritism involved but i know it's like a, i know that you're not gonna try to you're gonna try to how am i trying to say this when you're protecting the shield that's what I don't that's think, exactly what they're doing protecting the shield right now they're trying to protect their own asses as they because, should as, as they should but at the same time like when people have these theories and speculations especially people with insiders that's close to the nfl like these things don't come out of nowhere like so, like I said, this is this is what's going to have to be to get those six hundred fifty thousand pages released. And at the end of the day, like I said, this all falls back on fucking Colin Cow or Colin Kaepernick because if his ass had signed that NDA and showed them what the fuck he he got paid for them doing his racist ass bullshit, then they will already have a stipulation right now and in, 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 uh, or, or, or a consequence in place for some racist bullshit that are already gonna happen. If that makes sense, just like they do for six game suspensions for for uh, the uh, what's the, the domestic, domestic violence. violence. They already like they have those set in place for those players when those things happen because of the incident, <laughs> the, the incidents in the past. Colin Kaepernick dropped the ball on that one thing, so that's what I wanted to say. Oh man! Oh, wow! Well, we can get into that, dude. I, I don't care nothing for Colin Kaepernick at, at all anymore. Hot take. 
Yo, that <laughs> that um, video, that that one video clip lost me with him, but that's neither here nor there. I haven't seen no video from him. I'm just like, but, but my my I guess like my issue with the suing thing is okay. It, well, first of all, it's not defamation because he said it. <laughs> they don't have to defend. They don't. They actually don't. There's. They're not obligated to release anything for for anybody else. But though it is suspicious and unusual that they only ousted him out of everybody, it's one of those things where it's like, well. You were the one who got caught. He was the lowest on the total pole, <laughs> as, as far as ranking goes. And when I say rank, is like as far as owners, general managers, whatever. He yes. was the lowest on the total yes. pole. Yes, and, and you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, bro, you just take the fall. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's similar to the Michael Vick dog situation. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the cousins who, you you don't tell on Michael Vick, the $100 million man. Take take your time, like you 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 know what I'm saying. And he's he's being Michael Vick's cousin. He don't want to take his time. He don't want to do you know. Even though he you got caught, I didn't get caught. You don't yeah. you don't you, you, take your and that's that's my problem with it. You're the one who got caught, and your emails were the ones that were leaked. Why they were leaked, who knows? But you, the one who got caught. You take your punishment and move on. But I think the issue is because of what he got caught up with, he can't get no job with ESPN ever again. He can't get no job with Fox Sports. He can't get no job with CBS Sports. He can't get a job nowhere because ain't nobody want, want to touch that, want to touch that uh, 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 hot coal. Because you know at that saying? point, you're saying you support the misogynistic, the, the racism, and, the, and, and the, the, all the rest of the shit that come with him. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I think that's been, I think that's why he's suing. But if I'm the NFL and you force him to resign, you give him a, you give him a hefty severance package and move on. Of course. And that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to settle. But that's what I'm saying. They should have did that in the first place so you don't get caught up in this. You see what I'm saying? The NFL and Roger Goodell has always done things backwards that don't make sense and it ends up biting them in the butt. And because I, I, they, because as billionaires, they expect to keep the shit on the low. That's why. As billionaires, they expect to keep the shit on the low. They don't expect it to get media attention. This ain't the 80s and the 70s no more. So, but also, what about the thing with the Suns on it? Like, it, it seems like that's just going under the radar right now. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, apparently the Suns owner has had a lot oh, of- Oh, no, racial, I did. Yeah, a lot of racial and misogynistic things that he was saying. And there's been several um, uh, team staff that has been outing him right now. He's like, he's never said anything. Bro, you are an older white male. You can't say you never said nothing. Stop it. Well, Chris it. Paul know how to pick these teams, don't he? Yo. <laughs> Chris Paul know how to pick these teams. That's two he? for two. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he uh, league president. Uh, uh, yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, but uh, NBA. NBA, yeah, I said that. God dang, he is he is poor judge of character if he keep if he the one who keep playing on his team. Hey, that man a goat. Hey, he's still gonna represent when he got the league. He got it. He, he needs to. He needs to. He's been a good ambassador for that. Yo, um, what's his name? Uh John Gruden can't get himself a sports job though. He can uh, go back who, to college. Not Hulu sports. No, he can't he can't even get that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hulu is Disney. Hulu is Disney. He can't get that. Oh, yeah, Hulu is. Yeah, Hulu is Disney. He can't, he can't, get that. He can't even do Hulu sports commercials. <laughs> Hulu sports wild banana. He better give it up. Yeah, no, he, I mean, I think, and I don't even know how it comes out to him getting paid or whatever for the rest of his contract. They might have, they might still have, because he resigned, they may be, they may not have to pay him um, for his money or whatever. I mean, I, but, you know, they, that's probably what he, said, that's probably what the settlement, the, the lawsuit for. And also, you know, no, they don't have an amount, though, for the lawsuit. Of course not. They're not going to disclose that right now. Um, but, like I said, if, if anything, if, you, if you're the NFL and you're going to have him, you know, you're going to have him take the fall for your nonsense, then pay him, pay pay him whatever whatever he was remained, whatever the remainder of his contract is, take that and double it. He signs an NDA or no? Yes. Now, Kaepernick, that's a whole nother discussion. Um, I, I you, you posted it in the group. I don't fool with that dude no more. I don't either. I think that he was. I think he used the black the black struggle to because he knew he wasn't going to get picked up. He he he. A lot of people said that. A lot of people was like, oh, he he should have been playing in the league. Which I think after the first year. He should have been playing in the league. After that, no. Um, he, he. I, I just, I just don't. I think he, he knew what he was doing, and he strategically did it so he can continue to get backed by 75 percent of the NFL and most of uh, Black America, and um, and it ended up in. He, I can't even think of anything he really accomplished from all of that, except for a payout from the NFL for um, for collusion. And a lifetime guarantee from Nike. I mean, a lifetime deal for Nike. Yeah, so I'm like, I mean, they said that he paid money to certain black struggles and things of that nature. I guess that's cool, but when you, when you, when you come out and you try to be a spokesperson and then you, then you play a silent protest, I don't like that. If you're gonna talk, then talk. Don't talk until you get cut, and then be like, "All right, I'm gonna shut up now." And he, the only reason why he shut up was because he was trying to get back on the team. You a coward. Where, where's Colin Kaepernick, brothers and sisters? Where's Colin Kaepernick at now, brothers and sisters? Yeah, you don't see him. Oh yeah, I've been new about this. Cause like you say, he he signed NBAs and he got a couple million dollars saying he didn't have to play football. I don't think he really wanted to play football. And though sometimes Stephen A. Smith comes off as a coon, Stephen A. Smith was right about him. Cause he was the main person screaming those things like, yo, why, where are you? He was, and everybody called Stephen A. Smith a coon, but in this case, he was right about it. Now, Stephen A. Smith does come off as coonish a lot of times, especially when it comes to my guy, the Black Messiah. But hey, but that's my piece on uh, on on Colin Kaepernick. He 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 a fraud. He a fraud to me. Hey, 
Colin, if you real, make sure you donate to the FDMG, Frederick Douglass, Marcus Garvey's Academy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's his name school, right? Um, Umar. Umar. Not a, man, that dude, been, that dude been collecting donations for decades. Uh, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. How is he collecting donations? He can't get the school up, but LeBron James and Jalen Rose got schools up like in 20 minutes. Because I don't think, just like I, I tell Hassan, this, my cousin, I don't think any, if when you so pro-black or even speak so pro-black, I'm not saying that Umar is or isn't, but when you even give off that impression, they're, they're never gonna give that to you. Just like, it could be a case for like, honestly, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being the GOAT, but nobody's gonna give him that because of his name. Real talk, like if he would have kept his, his original name, it might Cinder. be, yeah, it might be something, they don't, they want they don't wanna give him that. Muhammad Ali is the only one who has a name of like of, of original descent that they will really call the greatest. And that's because he was undeniable. Yeah. Yeah, Ali, Ali, uh yeah, no, yeah, that's 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 a fair, that's a fair argument. That's a fair argument. To be honest, I think that I, I and I've talked about this, but not on air. But I, I said that I think Kareem is probably the only person who I think could make a legitimate case for being the goat because of his totality of his basketball career, not just NBA, but all the things he did, even dating back to high school. But, um, but yeah, no, I never even thought of that. But like, if you think about like a LeBron or Jalen Rose or Jay Z, like they speak on black issues, but they pick and choose when they speak about black issues. Well, they don't speak on every black issue. They might speak on the big ones that they know got the country in uproars, but they're not gonna speak about the the big, the, the small ones. I would disagree when it comes to Jalen Rose because I listen to his podcast all the time. He does talk about it a lot. Yeah. I'm person. Yeah yeah, 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 no, but yeah, no, I get where you're coming from, though. I know exactly, I get exactly where you're coming from, but um, well, I guess that's it about um, John Chucky. Um, but uh, King Sean, I want you because it was a topic you brought up, and it there's, there's a, a topic within the topic, um, that you also brought up. Um, there was a Kevin Samuels interview with uh, Brittany, Brittany Renner. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe I'm talking about this girl more than once on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I just, I've I, never heard of her until whenever we spoke about her two, three episodes ago, and now she's she's a topic of discussion on the podcast. I can't first believe of all. she's definitely more famous than us. I'll give her that, but I I can't even believe it. But yeah, you you go ahead. First and of all. First of all, this interview was so fake because both of them was really like gushing over each other. Like he wasn't his usual self, like being stern and what he believes in and shit. And then she was pretty much like she had seen some of his shows before, so she was like real submissive and like basically saying what he wanted to hear. So really? I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really like like the interview because it seemed like it was both being fake. <laughs> but uh, uh, he asked her a question. He said. Uh, if, if you had to protect you and men feel like they can't trust women like her, then how do how do we fix that that imbalance in, in relationships? And then he said also because she said that she doesn't like like submitting to men or listening to men, 
because like she just don't like to do it sometimes she said and basically when she don't like that like men will say basically it's my way to our way and you say as a man and as a husband we're willing to die for our wives and part of your role is listening so i wanted to see how y'all felt about that okay so first I, when he says part of your role is listening i don't understand how the thing i don't understand how those correlate together so maybe you can help me understand the we're willing to die for our wives or our families and part of the job is to listen i'm trying to find out how that correlates like how does he connect those two things as being um congruent um if, if i remember in the dialect of the conversation like um she was basically it was like basically like a like like a situation like how we had talked about before about going out her wanting to go out and mm-hmm. he was basically like 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 no you can't do that and she was like well if if i choose to do that like that should that should be my choice like and he was like okay. well, that's and basically i think that's where it came and he was and he was like no like you don't you don't do that like when you're in a relationship like basically you you obey you submit you be submissive to what your man said and or and another thing that I think they was talking about was like uh like like what you wear and shit like that. Okay. So like a, a man telling a woman what she can and can't wear, where she can and can't go, things of that nature. Okay. All right. Um Zero, go ahead and start start uh give give us your thoughts on that first, being the only married on the podcast. Um I know in my experience when it comes to me and my wife if um whenever she is like she goes out with the yeah she goes out with her uh with her friends it's like she'll always like she'll always ask me is it cool and she'll always um and she always end um whether she's pregnant or not, she'll always dress. She'll always dress in a way where she it doesn't, where it's where it's never revealing. So it's and even with me, like wanting to go, it's like if I'm gonna go somewhere, um, we always come to. We always have the understanding. It's like you know, just let me know. It's like just let me know when you arrive. Let me know when you're. That let me know when you uh on your way back just so I know where it is that you are it's it's like in it feels like in this conversation or whatever it is that Brittany Ren is trying to do is sounds like um sounds like damage control because going through her timeline she's already written a book about the stuff that she's done um the whole PJ Washington situation how is when the the baby's born and all of a sudden you file for divorce she basically was saying that she like she embraced the 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 whore uh persona because that's what everybody called her but she said she knew what she was doing when she went with him she knew that she wanted to have a family and all this other good stuff but right. then but then here you turn but then you turn around but like the the 
is like the person that says you wanted all this the same person that said you want to get with a ball player especially basketball players because they're the dumbest this is the same like you're the same person who said that which is the same person which is funny when she like she was trying to defend what it was that she was doing when she had her interview with dj academics and what uh, dj academics at the end of that conversation said you're a side chick side chick is the per the chick that everybody wants to fuck but nobody wants to claim and you in in that I, i watched that one i didn't watch the samuels one I watched the DJ Academics one, and she was basically trying to defend. She was, yeah, she was trying to defend her um her stance on what it was that she did. It was like she was saying that she wanted to that um that he knew what it was with her, this, that, and the third. And then when DJ Academics try, throws it to her, like you know, um. Why is he asking to see his child if you're turning around and saying, oh, he sees his child all the time? It's like, which one is it? Is he lying about seeing his child? Is this a ploy? What are we doing here? I think that whole thing with uh, with uh, Samuel, yeah, with she Kevin Samuels. A is a, now, she already put a book out yeah. oh, she sound, about all she her sound, exploits. She sound like a, she sound like she's on a book tour. That's why I asked. Yeah, but that, but I was thinking, I was thinking she looks, she um, it's like she already put the book out, but then she looks even worse when she went on the uh, DJ Academics. Um, I forgot what that was. I know they did the interview, and she looked bad because she tried to defend her stance, but what she was saying was contradicting what PJ Washington was saying. So I think she went on Kevin Samuel's show as a trying to trying to show that she doesn't want this persona or whatever but it's like it's kind of too late for that when you do what you do and you've embraced what you've done like if you've already embraced it don't sit there and want to flip it back and try to say that everybody else is wrong or having their opinion on the on the shit that you said because in my household it's like if we if we're it was like we want to go somewhere and do something if it's something that if it's something that is yeah if it's something that um that we want to do we just it's like hey is it cool if is, is it cool it's like you know i'll let you know when i get there i'll let you know if anything happens like that level of respect because it's not going to be like a um i'm calling you every 10 minutes and be like yo what you doing what you doing what you doing type of situation I think with but with Brittany I really think it's all damage control she embraced something and now all of a sudden she wants to be, oh I'm not that type of person or I don't want to be that type of person anymore but it's all that you have out there honestly I just spent some time looking her up I didn't know what she looked like until 12 seconds ago um I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't understand the obsession. I don't understand. I mean, she looked like, I'm not saying she's not an attractive woman, but she ain't that bad for for people to be giving her this much energy. 
Like, <laughs> like I, I just don't, I don't get it personally. And you know, she, I, I have my own opinion. She got her own opinion about me too, if she ever hears this. But um, as far as uh, the submission part of it, and um, I don't really want to talk about her. Um, I was going to talk about the topic at hand. Um, I've said this before that um, a, re- a healthy relationship is about submission on both sides. It ain't just about women submitting to men. I think that's where a lot of people get um, misunderstood because um, like I said, when, when you get on let's just talk about the, the how how the engagement process is today it a man has to go into a submissive stance to ask for a hand in marriage he has to get he has to kneel like 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 Xerxes is about to take over his his domain you know what I'm saying so before and, that and, before that he's supposed to ask permission <laughs> And, which a lot of people, a lot, I don't think that really goes on anymore. So that's why I'm just sticking, I'm just putting it on to, um, um, I, I, that's why I'm staying away from that. But um, when it comes to, you know, but like you said, you're right. Tradition is you also have to ask for permission uh, when it comes to the 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 marriage process. You ask father for permission then you ask you kneel and ask the the woman for permission and and in a submissive state so you have to submit not once but if you're going by tradition not once but twice hat in hand but then on the other side she submits everything else she submits her body her well-being her finances, all that is submitted to the man. It's in the man's care. Once he becomes husband, all that is in his is in his care. And if he and he should only get get married if he is capable of doing such things. That's what I truly believe. So, with that being said, because the process is submissive in general on both ends. We need to stop trying to maintain control when it comes to a, 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 a relationship or a marriage or a healthy relationship. You're, you, cannot, you cannot have a healthy relationship if you're, and we, we were that matter of fact, it's funny because it could lead into an argument that I was having on the, on the live stream with the Duchess. When you're, when you're married, all that other stuff goes away. And I'm not saying you can't be your own person because at the end of the day, unless you lucky, unless it's the freaking notebook, you you die with your wife or your husband or whatever, you come into this world alone and you die alone. So you are your own person, but we need to stop getting acting like, oh, we have to have things exactly how we want it. And that's the only way a relationship can be healthy. That's not true. I, I, I agree. I think that he was talking in the sense of like high value men and high value women as well, because like she was she was basically saying like she 
because even though she's a high value woman, I guess she's not really like a high value woman because she doesn't have the the means. If that makes sense, like she's not, she's not on a level. Like she she gets money, but she's not on a means of like most men. So basically, she has to do what they say, or like how he says, rich men don't cheat; they express they they explore options. If that makes yeah. sense, and I, I'm I, I I can understand I can understand where he's coming from with that. I'm just saying, I don't care what value you claim you are, the, the submission is necessary regardless. You see what I'm saying? And and that's like, okay, he a high value man, just because he's a high value man, that doesn't mean he gets to just do whatever he wants. Because being a high value man doesn't, doesn't give you autonomy to do whatever you please. You know what I'm saying? It's be fruitful and multiply and have dominion. I have not met a man who has been a playboy, for example, and necessarily had the, um, like, an abundance of life, like, get men who settle down do. So, for example, a, uh, uh, I think it was Mark Zuckerberg who said he, his wealth exponentially grew once he settled on one woman. Jay-Z, his wealth uh, I mean, exponentially uh, 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 grew 100%. when he settled on one woman. So uh, it's uh, just like I, so I don't care. I don't care about what you what the high that's, value. That's gonna is. be that's gonna be true regardless in, in any case because you're not spending on multiple women. So that's gonna be no, true. And, you know, well, no, no, and I'm just saying it's not even it's not even about spending. It's about developing wealth. You can like you you're making an investment now. hundred percent, but you can also make an you can also make an, an investment. You can also make money basically and then have it going out to five different women. But if you got one woman and you have these investments, then that your investment can steady grow while you're still giving out to one plate instead of five plates. Well, they, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, investments grow and you diversify. But when it comes to people, that's not necessarily the case. And that's what I'm saying. The high value man exploring options, that, that don't mean anything. Because at the end of the day, again, if you, you're a high value man, whatever the hell that's supposed to mean, when it comes to whatever a woman's values are, I don't care what the other woman supposedly, I guess, brings to the table. Cause of course she's not making, I guess she's not making millions of dollars or whatever it might be. Um, you know, like academic said, or DJ academic said, she's a, she's a side chick. But at the end of the day, like I said, just because you're a high value man, that doesn't mean that you can just do whatever, just because one person doesn't just do everything you say. And I think that's where some, a lot of people get, like I said, a lot of this stuff gets misconstrued. It is about submission on both sides. It ain't about one person submitting to the, or the woman just submitting to the man. No, I don't care what the man offers. He is, the, the, the his, his exponential growth is not gonna happen until he settles on one person. So because of that, yeah, he may be high value, but he won't be the epitome or the uh, or the pinnacle of high value unless he settles with the right person for himself. And so that's why I'm like, all right, I'm I, I ain't real. I'm a 
push back against the, oh, well, because it's a high value man, you got to do what I say because I got other options. Okay, and she got, if she's an attractive woman, she has other options. So what? Everybody got options at the end of the day. It just depends on if you explore them or not. And as a high value man, you should know your worth and not and and not give not give yourself away so easily. Just like as a high value woman, if you value yourself as a high value person, you're not going to give yourself away to every man because something that's valuable is rare. Gold is rare. Diamonds are rare. Stars are in abundance, but you can't touch them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just one of those things that you. You know, but beautiful women come a dime a dozens. Uh, men who make good income are a dime a dozen. It's the other things that actually matter that changes that changes the whole dynamic of relationships and things of that nature. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, that's 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 just my thoughts on it because it does. Like I said, I, I think I think that the whole when it comes to him and this high value discussion that he makes, I, I feel, and that's why I push back against him. I feel like he feels like, oh, if you're a high value man, you have autonomy to do whatever you please. And that's the energy he gives me. I'm not saying I'm right about him. I'm not saying that's exactly what he, he means, but that's, that's, that's the way he comes off a lot. It's more so women giving. It's it's more so women that's even making the term "high value man" period because they're the ones that's saying that. First of all, second of all, I think he's basically saying like women are women are are going to have options period just because they're women. So at the point that men have are high value, meaning have money, which high value he considers I guess the top ten percent in the world. At that point, they can they have options basically because of their status. So at that point they can do they can do what they want to do doesn't make it right but at the same time they don't cheat because they can so they can they can exercise their options nine out of the ten because they're not married at the if they're top ten percent not everybody in the top ten percent are married is what he's saying mm-hmm. so at that point in time they're just they're just exercising their options just like women do but women don't like it when it's the other way around basically is what he's saying. When men explore, when men explore their options, but they're one foot in, one foot out, and that's what he was saying. How do basically? And that's what I was basically trying to ask too. If, like he said, if you feel like you have to protect yourself by having one foot in and one foot out, and men feel like they can't trust women like her, who's basically one foot in, one foot out the door, like how do how do how do we fix that 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 disconnect? So the, the this is this is the issue that happens when it comes to broken heartedness um you, a lot of people start double dutching you know and for, for people who might be a little young who might listen to this podcast double dutch is a thing something that people used to do outside google it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know like <laughs> I got I got 14 year old I, I, <laughs> they don't go outside no more but you know, like every there's there's that hesitation, except for just going in. You know what I'm saying? You you trying to get the right timing and the perfect this and the perfect that. And it does work in double dutch. It does because you can't just jump in. You gotta jump in in the right spot. But when it comes to real life, you don't know, you've never there's no such thing as perfect timing. 
there's just what there's it's just when it happens and you work through it and that ends up creating what they call perfect timing but so a lot of women because they've been heartbroken they oh they do the one foot in one foot out and i think men do as well um i you know maybe women are more quick to do it than men i don't know um but like for, i'm just gonna use myself as a personal example when like you know my i had divorced from my ex-wife because she cheated on me with another man not once but multiple times um or multiple different men until like you know i got the, the the self-esteem and the courage to say i you know i'm better than that but whatever my ex-wife did i never carried that into another relationship where i'm like i'm not gonna trust this person because of something else that um so, uh that's because of what she did or because of what my ex-wife did um so it's um you can't at the end of the day you you gotta be all in if you want it to work you it's never going to work if you got one foot in one foot out if you're so if you're too busy trying to bolt out the door the second something goes wrong and that's where women especially gotta get over themselves where it's like no like you all right a bro like a broken heart or the emotions that come with with uh with a, a breakup or a divorce or things of that nature the depression things of that nature those things those emotions at the end of the day are temporary because you get somebody who actually loves you the way you want to be loved and things of that nature and you forget about or at least you should forget about all those other things that happened in the past but a lot of people they 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 hold on to pain for so long it's it, it's like they 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 sabotage themselves. I'm gonna give an example. My ex-girlfriend who I had before I met the Duchess, um, there was, she had been cheated on several times throughout her um, relationship life and things of that nature. And she, she imposed that on myself. And then she was like, oh, you know, cause there was some girls that she thought liked me or that I liked, which, you know, were they attractive? Yeah, but I wasn't really feeling them like that. And, you know, she, every once in a while, she would call me and check in on me or whatever. And she, cause we were good friends and she'd be like, oh, did you ever go on a date with Kiera? Did you ever go on a date with Pre? Did you ever go on a date with this person? And it's like, I never had a desire to date those people or hook up with those people. So why would you think that, you know what I'm saying? But you, because of what you experienced in your life, you took that into this relationship. And I don't know what she got going on right now, but it seemed, but for the several Basically years- Basically deflect on you. And for the several years that, I don't know if she's single now. I haven't spoken to her in a while, but um, I would, last time I spoke to her was maybe six, seven months ago, and she was still single. And it was like, you were still carrying all that from in the past. And it was just like, no. Nah. And, and so she always went in our relationship, she had one foot out. And it's like, no, you can't, you, you either you either give it a hundred percent or don't do it, and that's how I've always been when it came to um, my relationships. Anyway, we either gonna do this or we not gonna do it. There's no there's no in between, and that's why I and I think that's for me why I was able to, when I was dating I was able to cut off women very quickly, and you know sometimes it sucked, sometimes I felt bad, but I felt bad for a day or two and I moved on. It's not that I'm I don't care. It's just that 
I cared more about me than I did about whatever that situation was. Because for a long, I stayed in a marriage for nine years because I didn't care about me. So, you know what I'm saying? So that I think, I don't think that there's a way to fix it when it comes to that, um, what Kevin Samuels was asking. I think that everybody just needs to be all in or don't do it. If you ain't gonna do it, then don't do it. Stay by your damn self and stop hurting, hurting all these people that come in your path. Like just like if you're gonna if you're gonna say, hey, I want a relationship, be in the relationship. Don't be in the don't oh yeah, and looking for which grass is greener, which which lawn has a better grass, mm-hmm. which which house looks better, which no, build your I've said this before on the podcast. Focus on building your house. Don't focus on anybody else's house. You my house is built. I don't want you moving in my house. You gonna mess my house up because you toxic. But that's how I feel about that. But we'll go, go ahead, Kayshawn. What, what you got to say about that? About what I just said? Uh, nah, I mean, I, I'm, I, ain't, I don't disagree with you, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it, it quickly escaped my mind. I was gonna. I had a one-liner for you, but I, I it, it quickly escaped. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you I'm sorry. Uh, zero. What you got to say about what I just said? Ditto. yeah and you know it's 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 a it's an unfortunate thing because i understand the place that it comes from but it's just like yo for real get over it like i know it sounds bad but like yo get over get over yourself or like you know they say like you get in your own way or like get out of your own like like get out of your own way and it's not like the uh, get out of your own way as far as your way of doing things. It's you're literally in your way to accomplish whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And it's just like, oh, it's because I'm scared of getting hurt. I'm scared of getting hurt. Okay, okay let, let's let's just put the, let's just let's just make this elementary as possible. Everybody who learned how to ride a bike fell. <laughs> it didn't keep Thanks. you from riding the bike. Fact. Hey, real shit though. Real shit though. Like one, one thing that I used to hate hearing when I used to grow up, like being in relationships, was like no bullshit. I used to hear this shit all the time. Oh, you're too good to be true. You're too good to be true. Like you're like a guy like that you're ready to settle down with. And I used to be like, what the fuck is the point of being in a relationship if you don't want to settle down? Like what? Are, like what are you just trying to see what you can get from me? Like like what's what? Are, what's the end game? What is really the end game? And I feel like most women don't know their end game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not just, I, but I, but it, it goes both ways. It definitely goes both ways. But I think yeah, of I course, feel like of most course. women don't know their end game. Well, it, it it's it it really is realistic that most women don't have an end game in mind because uh, I think the statistic that 80% of divorces are imposed by women and 90 something percent of marriages are imposed by women. So you're getting what you want, but you're not, the your end game, it seems like the end game is getting married. The end game's not staying married. The staying end game married. is not, the end game is not um, growing old together. Yeah. It's, we're gonna grow until you get old. Yeah. As far as like, until I get tired of you. Until you go broke. 
<laughs> no, and in, in, in all honesty, you know, when they say 50% of divorces happen because of finances, that that you can't say that that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? You can't even say like, okay, yeah, we got financial issues and things of that nature, but like, you know, it, like I said, it's supposed to be till death do us part. It, in the vows, it says for richer or for poorer. It doesn't say, well, when we're rich, we good. And when you broke, you we don't, like that's not the vows in marriage, you know, but unfortunately money is always the issue. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, um, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's so unfortunate in America. I can't speak for anywhere else. But in America, why divorce rates are so high, it being due to mayor, uh, money. And, you know, you got men and women who 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 uh, who can't commit to anything like they don't. And then they, they get to the point where they can't even commit to their doggone kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was listening to the Secrets of Success podcast, and that's what it was mostly about. And I was it was about, you know, men raising their their children. And I remember that being a fear of mine when I got divorced. Like, yo, you know, she gonna get with somebody. I'm not gonna see my kids every day. Like those, like my kids might, my kids might love somebody more than me. More than they me. Gonna... And I swore on my life, it would never happen. And now I got my kids full damn time and they don't wanna be around nobody but me. And they don't, they, I shouldn't say they don't care, but they don't express any pain when their mother don't pick them up. You know what I'm saying? There was never a time, there was never a day I missed to pick my kids up. There was never a day that I missed to do anything with my kids. And it was just like, at the end of the day, you know, like I, like I said on the podcast before, like if you if you a man and you like, oh, baby mama drama, this, that, and the other, yo, you're soft. You're soft. I fought for two years just to get half custody. You're soft. At court every month, you're soft. I don't care who hears this. I don't care how they feel about it. I will tell you to your face. If you not, if you let another man raise your damn kids, I don't give a damn what happened between you and the mom. If you let another man raise your kids, shoot, I'm, I'm sitting here right now as a witness to my brother, King Sean, fighting for his damn son. Don't man. tell me nothing. He ain't letting nobody, no other man raise his kids. He's putting himself in the position to raise his kids. So if he can do it and his and his son's mother lives four hours away and you live up the road, you in the same damn city can't do it, you're soft and you're selfish. And one thing I'm gonna say, and this is just some real shit. This shit ain't hard, man. It's, it's time consuming. But it's not that's hard. That's it. That's it's it. Not hard. That's it. It's not that's hard. it. And you know, when it comes to let's say this particular situation, where it's like keep that same energy. When it comes to her and the whole one foot in, one foot out. If you want him to be all in, how do you think you gonna you gonna be playing 50-50 with somebody who you want to be all in? You, you're never, you're always going to be the side chick. You're always going to be the side chick because you got one foot in, one foot out. And because I believe that people who are one foot in, one foot out, at least I think most people believe that people who are one foot, one foot out, they're, it's not even, they're not really even like, it's not even like they're 50-50 in the relationship. They're mostly out. They ain't mostly in, they mostly out. 
the second they get an opportunity to ditch, they're going to go. That, that's how those people are. Those people, they're, they're escape artists. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, you can't, if, if she's going to be that way, she got to expect to be the side chick. Okay, I'm going to do whatever I want to do with you. Maybe you get pregnant. I'll pay child support, but I got what I wanted. I had, I had sex or whatever with you. Things of that nature. And in, and in that podcast, they were, they were talking about, um, you know, with the dads and everything like that. But he was like, yo, that same energy that you had to have sex with that woman, you need to have that same energy to, to stay in your children's lives. And what is the, right. so he was like, yo, and then some of the guys on the podcast like, yo, you miss work for that. You miss work for that, um, for that 20 minutes or whatever of ecstasy and all this other stuff. So it's like, yo, you willing to miss work? You willing right. to call out sick? You willing to travel for that? Then you need to do that for your kids. And that's and but you know I'm getting a little bit. Man, say it like it is, man. You want you want to travel for that point? Take off for that point. You better get out there with your kids, man. Yo, no, man. And when it comes on the woman's side, you cannot be one foot in, one foot out. Every I've I've had I've had three real relationships in my entire life. Three real relationships, and two of them were with women who was who was playing the hokey pokey. I put my right foot in, I put my right foot out, I put my right foot in and I shake it all about. I do the hokey pokey and I, and I turn myself about, about face to get out. That's what the podcast called, the hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> we back with that one. <laughs> yeah. The but hokey yes, pokey. And, and, but then at the end of the day, what is the, how does the hokey pokey end? When you put your whole self in, it don't, it don't, it don't end until you put, until you all in. <laughs> so the, the singleness that you're feeling, it don't end until you're all in. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's, just, that's, you know, there's nothing, is it, I, I can't even believe I, put all that in the hokey pokey but but that's what the hokey pokey is and it, we've been learning it since kindergarten you don't get nothing if you don't go all in you don't get nothing if you have stepping you know what i'm saying like we all in on this podcast i don't know how big the podcast is going to grow but i guarantee you this if we wasn't doing this every week i can guarantee you it won't <laughs> but but i didn't I, I put i don't put boy i don't put uh zero on the sidelines too long man go ahead bro <laughs> hmm. Ditto. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and get this. So, let's go ahead and get this some quick hits, man. Um, <laughs> but zero, but also real jump. Zero is married. Zero is all in. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, like zero is all in. When it came to myself, I I had no intention of getting divorced. My, you know, but like I said, I had to do something for me at, at some point. So, you know, that's just what it was. Um, and, you know, this time around is, you know, I've been all in on every other relationship that I've had, and I'm gonna continue to be all in. So, um, and not just in my, in my, per, in my, uh, intimate relationship with the Duchess, but every relationship with my siblings, with my friends and all that. Um, but let's go ahead and go to some quick uh, quick hits. We haven't done that for a little bit. Um, real quick, 
uh, Cam back on this Panthers. What y'all think? Bring the violin, man. This is so fake. I'm tired of seeing it already. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But for real, though, I am tired of seeing it, though. Uh, I guess he gave him the little spark they needed today to win. Uh, PJ Tucker really was doing it all until the goal line. Walker. Walker. Oh, oh, I thought. Oh, I thought. What I call him, Tucker? You call him Tucker. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) PJ Walker. (laughs) Walker. He was. uh, He was doing it all until the goal line, but uh, yeah, I guess. Also, Cam played. Cam played a little bit, or yeah, yeah, Yeah. Cam played a couple of snaps. Uh, McCaffrey was out there too, so uh, somebody say, "Hey Siri, play the boys in back in town." (laughs) 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 That's all I can say. With that one, that's all my thoughts. Yeah, I like uh, um, zero. What you got? Yeah, I like the fact that uh, he's back like he never left, even though um, uh, you know it's only three for yeah. four for eight yards. So he he threw the he he threw a touchdown though. So <laughs> on the one yard line, it's it's a touchdown pass in the books. So I ain't trying to <laughs> on the one yard line. Yeah, the, you sound like the guy that's like, "Oh, you only won by one point. It's a W, right?" Nah, it could be on the one yard line. It could be from the half foot line. A touchdown throw is a touchdown throw. <laughs> you right. right. Um, and that means Sam Darnold ain't coming back. Oh yeah, no, nah, he shouldn't anyways. Um. Real quick, um, that one player um, who got cut because he was, um, what was it? He was flashing guns or something? Yeah, Yeah, Damon Arnett. What was he doing again? He was uh, flashing guns, uh, saying that he'll uh, kill somebody. He'll kill somebody. I guess somebody threatened to kill him. He a troller on Instagram. Yeah. Suppose yeah. Um, real quick, scale of one to ten, how stupid is? Yeah. You said one to ten? Yeah. Twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I when I saw the thread that the guy had posted, he didn't mm-hmm. even it, it was it was um it was the NFL player who was threatening him the whole time. But he even said, Yo, all right, if you don't want to hear from me, just block me. Exactly. That's why I was like twenty. That's the part yeah. that made me it was like, "Come on, bro." Nah, this when he was like, "When keeping it real goes wrong, and there was no reason for you to keep it real in this situation." <laughs> like, like, and you know what? So you want to know what's so ironic about him getting cut? Him and Henry Ruggs. Were first, were, round were first round picks in the same year, so they cut both their first round picks. <laughs> oh shoot, he played off for Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So year, both. Yeah, they, I mean, and he was a, a reach. A matter of days from each other. Yeah, I mean, he was a reach anyway. So, uh, but a first round pick is a first round pick. It don't matter if it's a reach or not. That dude, like they cut both their first round picks. Damn. Well, sucks and to you, be him. And you want to know what? Uh, and you want to know what I hear as soon as I see that he got cut? Jaguar fan said, "Hey, why don't we take a flyer on him?" Like y'all, some jackasses. 
Um, oh, I didn't. Even, I didn't even say my thoughts on Cam Newton. Um, Matt Rule and the Panthers are. Um, Matt Matt Rule, if they don't make the playoffs, should be fired because he was stupid enough to get rid of Cam in the first place. And then on my thoughts on this scale of one to ten, um, he should be fired regardless. <laughs> he's, you know, it's like, oh, he's a smart coach. You, and that, that's not a smart. Coach. To not get rid, you had no, you had no replacement for Cam. Cam, as far as his athletic gifts, were way superior to Teddy Bridgewater. Cam is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. You thought you could win with Teddy Bridgewater, you sucked. Um, and uh, and now you pick him back up. You sit, you Somebody, look, you look stupid. I don't know if it was in our group messenger right here or my my cousin's group messenger. Somebody shared a meme that said he replaced Cam with Teddy Bridgewater to replace him with Sam Darnold to replace him with Cam's replacement. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is stupid, man. Yeah, man. But hey, on a scale of one to ten, I, I'm I'm the King Shaw, a twenty. Um, Real quick, we have, hold on, I just had it up. Sorry, gentlemen. Uh, something I wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, I wasn't under there, it must have been under Facebook. Sorry, guys. Hey, good. So they found somebody else, found out somebody else died from the Astral World situation. A nine year old, he fell off his father's shoulders and got, uh, trampled by the crowd and he ended up dying from his uh, injuries a few days later. I'm tired of seeing this little Illuminati post and shit about Travis Scott <laughs> on Facebook. I'm tired of seeing posts. Yeah, they've been making fun of him on TikTok, making fun of his apology. Leave that man I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about that shit, period. Oh, man. Well, Rudy Gobert, a tough guy. Rudy Gobert, a tough guy. That dude grabbed him by his obliques hey. to defend himself. <laughs> 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 he grabbed him. Yeah. What's the name? Miles Turner, neither one of them wanted to fight. Nah, but, but he had, but he had Miles Turner there where he he couldn't do nothing. I'm sorry. Yo, Miles <laughs> Turner, yo, yo, Miles Turner, yo. Do you see his hand placement? It looked like he was <laughs> blocking for a quarterback in the '60s. How they could only lock there. <laughs> they couldn't yeah. use hands. Yeah, they had to lock the elbows like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had that Forrest Gregg fighting stance. <laughs> Yo, it's like, did you want to fight or were you reenacting the Packers' power sweep? <laughs> Rudy Gobert grabbed that man by his freaking serratus abs. <laughs> He's like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm going to defend myself. It's like, I hope you do a better job next time. <laughs> <laughs> it was old school versus modern day blocking. <laughs> hey. Yeah. 
Oh, I would have too, because Rudy looked like he a bite somebody. <laughs> if he ain't grabbing their serratus. Okay. <laughs> um. All right, last one, real quick. OBJ going to Cali, going to LA to the LA Rams. Uh, what y'all think? Um, I am actually surprised about that one. So I heard. Uh, wanted to go to the Packers but the Packers lowballed the offer because they didn't want to go past the league minimum. What did I tell y'all about the Packers? Because <laughs> no, the, the Packers know that he was just going to use them. Yeah, he um, and um, the Steelers wanted him too but the Steelers backed out when he narrowed his two choices down. Gotcha. So, yes, he was wanted to get in on the sweepstakes. When he narrowed his choices down, they said, no, we will, we'll be okay with that. But um, all I know is that it's going to be a rest of the year thing because the Rams definitely don't have enough money to sign him to a yeah. deal. I don't know. It's like, it's like most of their money is wrapped up in uh, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. That's why I say, like, that, that like, I just think I think honestly OBJ just fucked his career man seriously really yeah just because at this point like I said he got to pick where he went at this point like you can't blame nobody but yourself now so now when or or say like he said we even if he do good this year with Matt Stafford he ain't gonna be able to resign there again unless he take a league minimum where you gonna go at and you're going to be comfortable in that system. You're going to have to learn another offense again. Like, it's too much starting over. You should, like I said, you should have stayed with Aaron Rodgers, play with him this year, get comfortable with him, get developed with his ass, and then wherever he go next year, follow him. That's what I would have did. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers got another three, four years on him, and he could have revitalized your last three, four years probably, especially your past yard numbers, if anything. I ain't saying he could have got you a chip, but he could have did something for your career. True, true. Um, yeah, similar to Antonio Brown with Tom Brady. Exactly. Um, uh, my thoughts are: I think, I think it was, I think it was a good move. I knew he wasn't going to the Packers because the Packers aren't known for signing big free agents. Um, so, but I, I thought it was going to be New Orleans, but because Louisiana, they need a wide receiver. Um, you know, they are on the on the brink of making the playoffs still. So. Um, but of course, he—I th- I guess he wanted to go to somewhere where he felt like he really had a legitimate shot at winning the Super Bowl. So um, I get it. I get it. You know, good luck to o- uh, OBJ um, on his travels. Um, but that's pretty much it for us, man. Um, zero. What's your parting shot, my brother? OBJ better make this work because next year. If the salary cap stays the way that it is, 
your only options to get a big deal are to go to those teams you didn't want to go to when you became a free agent this year. So you better make this work out for you in the best way possible. New York will take you back. It just won't be in the green, or it'll be in the green. It won't be in the blue. <laughs> King yeah, Sean. that's my part of the shot. King Sean, what you got for us? Ditto. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 nah, uh, Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. <laughs> That's my part. It's like. <laughs> Hey, oh, so man. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> I should have left it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, yeah, those who listen to this episode, y'all see what I got to deal with. Y'all see what I got to deal with. Y'all should hear the behind the scenes stuff. It's always nonsense like this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Anyways, gentlemen, my part of shot is, um, is for, for real, for real, for real, for real. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself about. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Hokey pokey. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's our part of shot. That's the name of the podcast. This is between brothers. Yo, yo, it's about to be hokey pokey parentheses ditto. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. <laughs> Let's do it. That's do the name it. of the podcast right there, man. But again, um, feel free to uh, um, join us on the Facebook group. Uh, just type in the Between Brothers podcast in groups and we should pop up. Um, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM, and AstermediaLLC.com for all the content that we have been putting out from episode one, which was 41 weeks ago till now. So appreciate all the love and support. And we'll see y'all next week. This is Between Brothers Podcast. Howdy.